Hey, HBs, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap the plot of love stories, mostly romance novels, while going on tangents and best friending in front of you. This week, we've got a special episode for you. We're recapping our annual Christmas movie. This year, it's the Vanessa Hudgens Netflix vehicle, The Princess Switch, switched again. I have to give a big shout out to friend of the pod, Cole, from the Cigarette Burns podcast for teaching me some new audio skills you'll hear later in the episode. Cole, Vanessa's wise words from last year in the night before Christmas still ring true. We sure could use a whole lot more coals in this world. And listener, make sure to stick around for the end of the show to hear a trailer for Cole and Aaron's new podcast project, Movie Briefs. So, without further ado, we give you our recap of The Princess Switch, switched again. Hi, Erin. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? <laughs> so good. You seem excited. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty okay. excited. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> you guys, I'm gonna have a holly jolly Christmas. Oh no, she's singing. It's my Christmas today. <laughs> Good. Um, I got uh, Melody a Christmas present. Right. And then I told her that I got her the best Christmas present in the world. In the world. Look at you then- holding your phone. <laughs> I'm holding it. Away. She said she's going to text me whatever the fuck it is, and I'm really excited. <laughs> and then, did you text it yet? No, not yet. I'm going to okay, tell okay. the story of it sorry, first so, to the I'm listener. So you're right. You're so, right. okay. So, I I told her it was the best Christmas present in the world, and then I was yeah. like, no, Erin, you shouldn't say anything, because you, you want to minimize <laughs> the hype. And then, stupidly... I couldn't keep it in. You couldn't. I needed it out. She wanted me to know that everybody in the world knew yeah. what a great Christmas present yeah, she got I me. Needed, well, I just needed to tell somebody. What I needed was to give it to you. But I couldn't do that. And I got it like five days ago. So like I needed it out. So I told yeah. all of Romancelandia what this was. Oh, and then she started sending me screenshots of <laughs> everybody being like, doing oh snippets. my God. I'm You're like, the best best friend ever. Jackie HB says all other friends are pale in comparison. Um, Natalie says this. Tanya says this. Sarah says this. Ha 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 ha. Like yeah. what a great friend I am. Hello says and, this. Ugh. And then you got super excited. Like I, I mean, very excited. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what kind of animal do you think I am in the first place? And then you and want then me I'm, to come on? I forgot who you were. I like I forgot who you were. I texted Tanya. I'm like, what if she does like investigation and then like corners these people and like gets it out of one of them? If you try to shake down one of the HPs, I don't know what they, will happen. They like your powers, I know they your crack. powers of persuasion are really strong. They're really like Tanya. Good. What have I done? Like, mm-hmm. maybe she's going to figure this out, or there's going to be a rat or something. And yeah. then, like, I've just stewed for the last, like, three days. Like, <laughs> God, I hope none of these people tell. Like, oh, well, no. So, meanwhile, because I'm like, is it this? Is it that? The next morning, I woke up in the morning, and I texted her, I think, while she was still asleep. And I was like, Aaron, when do I get present? All I can think <laughs> about is present. <laughs> 
Christmas. Christ mass yeah, she is when you get it. On the 25th, we, we, it was like the 17th at the that 20th. point. It was yeah. recalculous. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, don't you figure it out. And well, I was like, you, I respect you too much. I respect you I too much, I hope so. Aaron. But like, if you went to try to corner Natalie, we both I know. know She's Natalie the worst spy in the world. Is the worst <laughs> spy in the world. <laughs> like, is. you have to put a uh-huh. feather's weight of pressure on Natalie <laughs> for her to be like, I, saw, right open. I know what it is. I can tell you. Like, uh-huh. um, it's great. So then I got real nervous about one of these uh, assholes telling you. Okay. So have you texted right. me yet? No. Do you want me to text you right now? What are we fucking doing here, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, logging into my phone. Oh my god, she has to log in. I am. I thought this was a press send situation. It I thought you is. had it all drafted. I, I have to do my passcode for my phone. Oh, like, yeah. It's not yeah. like a, a secret. Then look spot. down and do it. Stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What is it? What is it gonna be? All right. What is it gonna be? There you go. It's sent. It's coming from Alaska, you guys. Do you think it's going to take a really long time? It went to space, and now it's coming to you. Oh, my God. It's from Alaska. It's halfway loaded. It hasn't happened yet. I don't see it. I know. I'm watching the blue bar. It Uh is delivered. It's delivered? It should be yours. (laughs) 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 Crank that volume, bitch. I was right. Melody, how you doing? It's Alexander Ludwig oh here. Oh my god, I'm uh, so good. Aaron hit me up and wanted me to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, I hear you are her best friend and podcasting partner. That's true. Uh, I really appreciate you being such a big fan of oh my, my god, character you know so Bjorn on Vikings. Um, uh, Aaron tells me you never shut up about it, which makes me feel really, really great. That's not uh, right true, now. you asshole. Uh, so just keep being a badass. Uh, <laughs> Love yourself like the beautiful land mermaid you are. And uh, I really hope I get to meet you in person soon. Uh, so Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, I know it's a crazy time right now. But uh, I hope you find the little moments to enjoy it. Sounds like Aaron is an awesome friend. So uh, Merry Christmas, Melody. Talk to you soon. She fainted. She slid down in her chair. <laughs> She's unable to be revived. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in case you guys did not hear, that was a cameo from Bjorn Ironside. (laughs) Star of Operation Christmas Drop and King of Melody's Heart. His hesitation on the words beautiful land mermaid just made it for me. Like, the, the slight hesitation on his face and, like, the moment of, like, land mermaid? Am I going to say this? And then just knowing that my dollars made that monkey dance and he had to say land mermaid to you. Oh, the power. I was just so overcome with power. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And then you fucking guessed it. It was guess- one of your guesses. And I was like, how the fuck did she guess this? <laughs> oh, God. And then I screenshotted your stupid guest and I sent it to all of Romance Landia. I was like, this fucking bitch. I cannot believe she guessed it. This is, I shouldn't have sent it to anyone. This is stupid. Hey, everything. I'm so defeated. I flew too close to the sun. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, but then I was like, well, you know what gave it away? 
Hmm. It was because you texted me Lowe's response. <laughs> Lauren of Christina Lauren. You were, and I was like, I don't know what else she would be so excited about. That's, That's the true. only thing that we have all shared together. <laughs> I, I messed it up. I but messed then, it up. No, but then I... Uh, look! Look at his! Look at his dopey smile! <laughs> look no. how he did it, you guys! While, while sitting in traffic, <laughs> he did it while sitting in traffic I think he's in, in a LA. parking lot. Give him more credit than That's that. That's possible too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely in his car. Holy shit! I'm crying so hard. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, no, that's crazy. That would be crazy. That would be such then, a... Wow. You know how on Cameo they have, like, the ones that they've recently done up there so that you can, like, shop oh. and be like, are they any good at I've Cameo? I've never looked at Cameo before. So I... Listen, you give me... I was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be a good friend and I'm going to wait for my best friend to give me my present. <laughs> you have to understand that that is out of character for you, though. <laughs> that takes a lot of no, devotion. No, you're the detective. You're, you're the fighting detective. against your instincts to not I look. mean, that's true. That's definitely yes. true. Because I'm so super the if, person who, like, opens it and then yes, takes it back together. you're so excited for present. I'm just so excited. And I feel like yeah. even if you, go if you Googled in the last five days, if uh -huh. you Googled Andrew Ludwig cameo, does he do them? Alexander Ludwig. Whatever. I don't. Bjorn, you don't baby Bjorns. If you Googled it, that would have been the then first thing that came up. up. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, why didn't I tell him it was confidential not to put it on his page? Like, why, why did I have such hubris that I thought that she wouldn't figure it out and Google it? Oh, God. And then I had Tanya send me like a red herring text to make it seem like it was geographical in nature. And that I had to, like, enlist Michael's help to get it to you. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, this will throw her off. Oh, God, it was horrible. You never said that to me. Yes, I did. You did? It was a text from Tanya that said, like, did you have to enlist Michael's help? And oh, I was no. like, no, I work said, alone. Yeah. And you said this has been in the works for months or something Yeah, like I that. said that, too. <laughs> months. So then that would throw you off saying, like, that I had the idea before the Christmas drop. Oh, my God. I can't believe I guessed it. Wow. I'm a genius. You keep on saying that I am not a genius, Aaron. Look, <laughs> Look at me now. I have never said that you are not a genius. I have you're never right. said that about Okay, you're you. right. All right. Fine. Okay, wow. He does give good cameo, though. I was he pleasantly is. surprised that he said all the things I asked him to say. He gives real good cameo. Is, you know, <laughs> I'll send you the uh, video file. What later. a sweetheart. Gosh. He's a nice guy, right? Just, yeah, he's such a sweet little lamb, you know? And I have to say that I got the idea for this from mm -hmm. HB Jackie, who had a cameo for her office. Like, her office, uh, her company, like, achieved a big goal, and mm -hmm. they got a cameo from Stanley from The Office, and she was telling me about oh. it, and I was like, cameo? I wonder <gasps> if I could send people cameos. And then I Googled cameo, because I've never done it before, yeah, and I was yeah. like, what, what could be, like, a funny cameo to send some of my friends and families? And he was featured. He was number one. No, he wasn't featured. Yeah. It was fate. Serendipity. Oh, my gosh. Odin was looking out for us. I agree. What happening, you know? <laughs> the reindeer gods Ooh, were boy. Here. Yep. Looking right out for me. <laughs> <laughs> the gods of reindeer bondage. Okay, well, now right. that I've been uh, melted in the floor and resurrected, uh, we should probably get to the episode, right? All right. <laughs> but I don't know if I said this already. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my oh, wonderful welcome. presence. 
As Sarah said, um, like 30% of the cameo was him talking about how great I am. So really, it was a gift for both of us. (laughs) She was like, did you make him say that you were a great friend? Because that's on brand and rough. It is on brand. No. (laughs) No, he just knows, you know. He's really tapped into the universe, our beer and iron side. Wow. All right. Now, I, I, man, I have to navigate away from the cameo in order to get to my notes, and I'm really fucking salty about it. I'm sorry. It's okay. HBs, I'm doing that for you, and you, yeah. listener, need to be mm-hmm. extra thankful today. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, goodbye. No, I mean, I'm here. Okay. I'm all yeah. flustered. Oh, no. Well, I'll say, okay, so we were going to, this is this is our Merry Christmas Christmas times hey, episode. Merry Christmas Christmas times. It seems like we've been doing Merry Christmas Christmas Times episodes for several weeks now, but right. this is the official Christmas one. Yeah. We do our special Christmas movie. Like last year we did the wedding planner, Christmas time wedding planner. Yeah. This time we're doing Christmas Times Princess switches, switched they're, they're again. Switched so many times. Tokyo Drift. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked Mel what Netflix movie she wanted to do for Christmas, and she said, whichever one has three Vanessa Hudgenses. That's true. And I said, Christmas switch, switched again, and you said, three Hudgenses. And I said, so for Patreon, do you want to do the happiest season or are there any other ones you want to do? And then you texted me three Vanessa Hudgens. I just wanted the three Vanessa Hudgenses, and I didn't care about the rest of the programming. Clearly. (laughs) Yeah, so we're doing Christmas Switch Switched again. And uh, I found out in the first few minutes of this movie that I have almost zero recollection of the first (laughs) movie. And I'm not going back. No, I'm not going to go watch that movie again. I am not certain that the that the princely husband is the same actor as the first it movie at is. all. It is. It is. Really? I checked and it Boy, is. His face comes up and I was like, I have no well, recollection of this brown hair is the man. Wow. I had recollection of uh, the cookie man, the other man. Oh, total recollection of baking yeah. partner man. Yeah. Baking partner man. But, but man, I remember Prince, Prince being a pretty bland man anyway. I mean, sure. And he was. Sweet, yeah. but bland. You know? Sweet, but bland. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. I have a couple of notes just to start it off. I have a couple of notes to start it off as well. Wow. Okay. All so right. I, I liked movie. Yes. However. Yes. It felt a little bit too self-reflective it felt a little bit too like it knew what it was doing oh i thought you meant it was too like deep and existential and i was like no no, Aaron, no. <laughs> come on give me more credit than that no it was more like it was more like i was like i don't know i don't know if it's that i like movies that like try really hard to be good and end up mm-hmm. campy and bad mm-hmm. or like, this was a fun romp, but the whole time I was like, man, they just know what they're doing. They just know. They're just, they're doing it, too, you know? I think it was trying. I think it was yeah, trying. Yeah, right? No, I think it was trying to be as good as the first one. Okay. I think it, it wasn't like they tried at the first one and then failed, and now this time they're just like, go for broke, whatever, we'll just make it ridiculous. I think they were trying just as hard to be good. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's because it's a sequel, but like... The Christmas, the Christmas journalist, you know, Christmas journalist that then got preggers and did the whole thing in 
in Belgrade. You're, you're yeah. referring Montanaro. to Amber, the Christmas Amber, princess, Amber, the princess. Christmas journalist. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> like find facts. That's right. None of those movies felt like they knew what was going on. You yeah. know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and this one just—I don't know if it was because of the three Vanessa Hudgenses. Or the trumpet music, the very aggressive (laughs) that was happening. To me, it wasn't Um, that trumpet music. It was, mm -hmm. or maybe we're talking about the same thing. Every time the third Vanessa Hudgens came in, it was like, oh man, that little jazzy riff Uh every time. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was real good. Anyway, I really liked movie. I just think it knows what it's doing. And I have that a question. Made me enjoy it a tiny bit less. What for Melody? What does Melody think budget of movie was? Oh, budget of movie. Um. Well, they had to. They had to save some money for the CGI that involved putting all the Vanessa Hudgenses on screen at the same time. That is true. I so wasn't I think thinking that about budget that. of the rest of movie. Real yeah. bad. Are you thinking particularly of the furry snowmen? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just the whole time I was watching this movie, I was thinking, God, there's so much shit in the background. Like, the set design for this is insane. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's good. Like, it's just everywhere. It's, just, it's yeah, so Christmas much is lights, everywhere. so much trees. Yeah. Like, so many venues that look like palaces. Like, legit mm. look like palaces. Not right. like we're winking and saying that this is a palace. Like, legit-ass palaces. Yeah. Just fucking fully decorated to the nines for Christmas. And it's like, that must cost a lot, right? Uh, I don't know. I've seen my aunt do some things with $15 and like the contents of a craft room that are absolutely insane. Like, I think that they also just have really good artists <gasps> on staff. It's possible. But they did spend $10 million on this movie. You looked it up? <laughs> yeah. How do you even find out facts like that? That's incredible. It's on IMDb. Oh, all that's on IMDb? Yeah. Wow. $10 million. Million dollars. So just so you know, guys, in the time of like a world crisis, (laughs) people are out of work and Mm -hmm. like this Christmas season, as you look around and survey what's going on with you and your loved ones and your community... Know that Netflix spent $10 million on <laughs> the Christmas princess switched to switch switch again, em, Tokyo Switch them all the time. Tokyo Drift. It blew my mind. Also. Wow. Tell me everything. Two, well, then I found out this because I was on the same page. So then I started reading other things. Yeah, about yeah, the movie. yeah, yeah. There were two original Christmas songs in this movie that are not like traditional Christmas songs that were written for the movie. Wow. One plays at the end is called like Under the Tree or something like that. That one did feel very on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Those were both written, Uh composed, and sang by Prince Edward, the actor. Wait. Prince Edward as in this Prince Edward or Prince Edward Edward. as in, is the other one called Edward too? No, like, you know, nondescript, the brownish hairs. Wow, brown hair is the man. It's just Mary like... Princess Stacy. Wow, yeah. he wrote and composed and sang them? Yes. And I found out this piece of trivia while one of them was playing. 
Uh at the the end because i was like man they booked a fucking airport too how much did this movie cost (laughs) and uh he's good he's a good singer he's he's probably better at writing and singing christmas songs than he is at acting in the well he wasn't very good at that part of it so i'm really glad the songs are are great you know greats a lot Uh you know i'm good enough wow wow what a talented what a talented little minx that he is (laughs) <laughs> talented little minx yeah prince edward you talented <sighs> little minx did you All just right. read the second story and duke i'd like to fuck is that what happened there um a that duke and calls a her ago? a minx oh, like 55 times about in that, that little story oh nicola davidson be still my heart she All really right. she really delivered they in Duke, did. I'd like to. I add. can't stop Oof. talking about a book we never covered for the podcast. I know, okay. I know. Ugh. All right, okay. All right, so All here right. we are. We get a quick recap. Uh, I think it might be voiceover. There's like a cartoon thing at the beginning, and I was thankful for it. I want to say one more thing. Okay, please. Sorry. <laughs> there is a lot, in my opinion, what I believe to be of dubbing in this movie of mostly Princess Margaret. You know how you can tell when something was recorded after yeah, 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 and like yeah. put in? Yeah. And I think I think it's because of her accent. I think yeah. she was like not nailing the accent. Yeah. And then they had to record things in post and then put it over her voice. I completely agree with you. Yep. Yeah. So watch for that, guys. And then I have another thing to follow up with that later on. Oh, I like it. Stay tuned. Ooh. All right. Perfect. All right. Okay. So the whole recap is the first movie. And I, my note is, I don't remember her getting married. Whatever. I might remember when I see his mediocre face. <laughs> I then... think she got married in the middle time. Oh. Oh, Between. yeah. She got engaged in the first movie. Yeah. But I also didn't remember the engagement. So. I don't remember anything about the first movie at all. I remember there was Bacon's. That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do remember the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> So the princess fell in love with Kevin, the real the real princess, but she was like a duchess or something at that point. She yes, wasn't she in was the a royal duchess. successions. No. She falls in love with Kevin, the best friend Baker, the hottie McHot Hot who is from Chicago and is Stacy's best friend. Oh wait, yes. we should do a quick recap. Stacy is the Vanessa Hudgens from Chicago who is a baker. Yes. Then Margaret is the Vanessa Hudgens from Belgravia. Belgravia, <laughs> thank you. Who is the Duchess of Belgravia, I suppose. A Duchess sure. in Bel, whatever doesn't matter. One of those, yeah. And then um, we meet another Vanessa Hudgens, but we haven't gotten to her yet. Okay, but so wait, Stacy, the Vanessa Hudgens, that's the Chicago baker, mm-hmm. switched with Margaret, the Duchess, and then when they yeah. switched, Stacy fell in love with Prince Edward of a different country of Montenegro. Monten. Negro? Montanaro. No, that's wrong. Montanaro. 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 That might be right. No, <laughs> yeah. wait. I think that's Margaret's country. It doesn't matter. It literally And she married matter. him. So she is now Princess Stacy of wherever. And mm-hmm. then Sam's back in Chicago baking cookies because him and Margaret the Duchess broke up. They broke up because she he was about to propose, we find out later, and um, she somehow becomes next in line of the royal lines because the king died and then the prince was like, fuck that and fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and be my own person. And then she is the one who's now going to be queen. So as soon as that happened, they were like, oh, I don't think this can work anymore. I am but a common baker. And she was like, I am no queen. And well, I have so many like spontaneity. duties. 
He needs somebody to be there to be a mother to his daughter, Olivia, who has become a whole different little girl between the last movie okay, and this one. that's true, right? It is a different yeah. little girl. It is a different little girl. Okay, good. Because I was like, that definitely doesn't look she like She has a, a lot more face. face than the other girl did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a cute little girl. She's just serving a lot of face. She, she's well, just yeah, got she a lot of face different going than the on. other yeah. little girl who I suppose <laughs> yeah. in this conversation was serving less face. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm so mean. My next note is he Prince Edward comes on the stage and I said, was that the same actor as last time? I don't remember him being so weaselly or mediocre. And that's not a nice Wow, I, Melody. I had the same note, except what for mean? it was it was more like, is that the same actor from last time? I do remember he was mediocre and kind of Weasley, but is this the same guy? <laughs> no! And it is the same guy. I mean, there you go. Wow. Is that I, forgettable? I, yeah. Princess Stacy is in Monoflervia, and she yes. is announcing a baking competition winner, which is the baking competition that brought her to Monoflervia in the first <gasps> oh, place. That what a, what a romance. To- Schmurfer, and then the two yeah. <laughs> guys that win the baking competition just have a white cake with some mistletoe stuck on it. Yeah, it's Did just stuck all down the front. Just yep. a white, like fondant layer cake, mm-hmm. completely smooth, with just yep. some mistletoe, poisonous mistletoe stuck onto it. Stuck onto it. They do win the competition. And we learn that the coronation for Duchess Margaret is going to be on Christmas Day, as all coronations are. And so then they're in the bedroom and and the prince is really trying to get some hanky panks on, you know? Yeah. She's like, I'm so anxious because Margaret should be with Kevin the baker and he's not going to the coronation and this is their last chance to get together Mm -hmm. and this is bullshit and true love should win. Right. And he's like, I know some things that could calm down your anxiety. What if we get under those flannel pajamas, eh? And she's just like, I know what will ease my anxiety (laughs) going to Chicago and fixing this love problem yeah love problem and he's like oh i can't get away from parliament and she's like no worries i'll totally go without you and i won't even yeah, think like, about it bye it's <laughs> like you'd have to go to chicago without me and she's yeah. like okay great <laughs> it's a sad for princess weasel so mediocre sad. yeah yeah oh so well because she's also been so busy with like 18 charities and doing princess stuff and learning how to be a princess everyone says she is the best princess she's such a good princess so that's a thing that's nice all right she goes to chicago she does that and kevin has let himself go in the netflix universe has he or is he still super hot that's what i'm saying he needs a bit of a haircut. He's wearing sweatpants at work, which is, you know, an issue at a bakery. At a bakery. I'm wearing sweatpants at work right now. You're in your house, man, in a pandemic. And sure. okay. this is like your fourth job, you know? I just wanted to let you know that I did put on lipstick, but I didn't put on pants for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm wearing uh, dress pant yoga pants. So aren't they the best off brand dress pant yoga pants too? What? Melody, no, you got to get the real deal. You know, I'm never spending that much money on myself. They're thirty five dollars for pants. You can. Oh, do I it. thought they were like seventy. No, you got to get the half off coupon. I'll hit you up later. Okay, cool. You you can always hey listener listen. listener beta brand yoga pant sweatpant work pants work pants sweatpants you can always get them half off if you hunt the internet for the half off coupon always wow. always 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 not an There's ad a hashtag not an ad also not an ad we will advertise tip. for you just we will but this let is just these a tip. bitches know 
I don't know if they want to advertise for somebody who's like, you never have to pay full price. You just have to scan the system. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So uh, he's also adopted 75 cats and he's all about working. I loved the cat situation. I loved the cat situation too. Yeah, I thought it was great. Okay, so she hands him the invitation to the coronation and she's like, two years ago, you changed my life by handing me an invitation that that, just revolutionized my whole vagina. And so now (laughs) I would like to do the same to you. And he's like, we broke up and you know it. And I can't do that because now I'm Kevin the sad face. And I can't do that. He's like, she's moved on. So have I. And she's like, have you? you? (laughs) Yeah. But also, didn't Edward say back at the palace that he Mm -hmm. had RSVP'd no to the coronation? And then Olivia says that she never put that RSVP in the mail? Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that it was like a Brosef talk where Kevin was like, I can't go. Well, because how would he know about a thing to the Belgravia coronation you know what i mean like he's not on their planning committee i guess he's like yeah, that's what i'm saying i thought it was a plot hole but you're Ooh, right maybe be, they're oh, friends it might be a plot hole also you're right the rest of this movie is airtight <laughs> so there's probably an explanation <laughs> for it <laughs> it's true but the plucky daughter's like you may have handed it to me but i never got it to the mailman <laughs> and so they go so now we're in the montanaro royal palace and margaret comes bounding down the stairs because she's so happy to see her, as Vanessa Hudgens says. Bing, boom, bong. Mm-hmm. Bird click. Please. Princess Margaret is bounding down the stairs uh-huh. to see Stacy. Yes. Then the the camera clips to Stacy. Yes. And then there is a dubbed in voice mm. that yells Stacy. Mm-hmm. And it is Stacy that yells Stacy. What? Stacy yells her own name up at Princess Margaret. Oh no. Wait, what? Yes. The camera is on Stacy and you the see her mouth say on Stacy. You see her go say something, like you see her mouths move. No. And then from somewhere else you hear Vanessa Hudgens' voice yell Stacy. So someone in post oh, no. put the wrong sta- put Stacy on the wrong Vanessa Hudgens. Like put the wrong audio. I- Watch, I, I wound it back. Oh, I did no. everything. And was it in the American accent, too? Yes. She yells her own name at Princess Margaret. Wow. I'm sure that it was meant to be dubbed over Princess Margaret saying something, yelling down to Stacy. Like, maybe they didn't have it loud enough or something. Incredible. That's not what happened. Yeah. Wow. So everybody, oh, so then they do the whole hello, and then somebody says, I think Margaret says, oh, we're so, so glad to see you, friend. And Kevin's whole scrotum shrivels up, and yes. he's like, ah, friend, great. And then they all go oh, up the stairs. How'd you feel about that leather jacket over the red turtleneck look? Boy, Kevin did I not on. notice it. <laughs> he had like a burgundy cable knit, like yeah, fisherman yeah, yeah, yeah. sweater. Oh, I love one of those, you know? Like a Ooh. thick turtleneck, like a Nick Vial turtleneck. Ooh, and then yeah. like a leather motorcycle jacket over wow, it. Wow, what a yeah, choice. Like the hottest get up you can have, like temperature-wise. Yeah. Hottest and most befuddling. Yeah, you know? check it out. Huh, go, I'm into it. Go look at it, yeah. Wow, all right. So they go in the house, in palace, yes. sorry everybody, and everything is covered and... They're like, well, there's supposed to be festivities here. What about the concert and the ball and the other things? And she's like, well, the whole 
the whole nation's in mourning. It feels wrong to have any holiday cheer in here. And they're like, we're going to deck these halls all together. She says she told the staff not to start decorating for Christmas. It is currently, what, three days before Christmas? Yeah. Now? She told the staff to stop decorating. And then her friends come in and they're like, um, let's deck these halls. So yeah. then presumably, Princess Margaret, Duchess Margaret, then calls the staff and is like, I'm, listen, Oof. I want to do it now. There's My nothing bad. like telling the whole staff, don't decorate. And then three days before Christmas being like, it must be perfect for the coronation. Yeah. Can you imagine? What a tyrant. Insaney pants. Yeah. And I'm just saying this in advance. Mm -hmm. A little bit of justice for Fiona. Like, may have made a better queen. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Possibly, maybe better queen. Just going to put it out there. Wow, Erin. It's possible. It's possible. Okay. Vanessa Hudgens is a terror. Vanessa Hudgens, too. Margaret. <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins too fast, too furious. Is not a good queen. She's not good at queening at all. Yeah, she's learning. She's been studying for six months, everyone. She's been studying. And that comes up at least four times. And I'm pretty sure we're going to talk months. about it every time. Okay, so now there's a decorating montage. And it is full of the most amount of forced, awkward laughter I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. Do you remember that? Where, like, something will happen across the room and then Kev, the only thing he can't do, bless him, Kev, is laugh out of nowhere. Because every time he tries in the movie, it's just like, <laughs> and he, like, he can't, he cannot do it. Oh, my God. I didn't like, notice that. I was looking at oh. how how many staff members were having to move how many decorations <laughs> with no notice whatsoever. Instead of spending the Christmas season with their family, I they're know. hauling a hundred trees into this bitch. And some of those wreaths were like thirty feet up in the air in the archways of the of the everything. There were doors that had wreaths on both sides. I know both sides. Jesus. <sighs> Yeah, and we're meant to believe that that these four chuckleheads just did it all by themselves together. I mean, you see yeah. other people milling about, but chuh. And Kevin and Margaret also sort of make eyes at each other. Over a garland. Yeah. All right, so now uh, these four chuckleheads finished all the decorating in, in three hours. Hooray! Yeah, right? yeah. And then the daughter is like, oh, wow, I wish I could have some hot chocolate, but oh, jeez. No. I've got to play Twister with Stacy and Prince Edward. I've got to play Christmas Twister <laughs> with Stacy. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe they're going to have a romantic Twister moment like no. people do. No, that's never explained, never mentioned again. <laughs> Christmas Twister. And somebody makes a comment like, it wouldn't be Christmas without a game of Twister. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> is that like a Belgravia no. Monta Schmerv no, tradition? Aaron, it was a setup. It was a bit. I get that it was a bit, but oh. why Twister? It's so arbitrary. Because a child came up with it. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I can write so this movie. A the, child so came up with it, and so like, it is obviously Twister. We'll just say Twister so that yeah. everyone knows this is a stupid, stupid child's idea. Yeah, exactly. So everybody knows it. Margaret and Kevin also know it, and they go into the kitchen, and then commences the weirdest <laughs> 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 the weirdest 
hot chocolate making thing that's ever happened in the world. <laughs> Tell us everything. Though. All right. So it includes, but is not limited to Margaret walking in and him being like, have you ever been in this room before? And she's like, no, oh, yeah. He says out loud I the him. recipe for hot chocolate. He's oh. like, we need cocoa, uh-huh. milk, water, uh-huh. and vanilla. And sugars. And then she's like, mm. Uh and then like looks around the room like "Mm, i've never seen snow before (laughs) i've never seen a kitchen before yeah and and then then she walks over um, and she opens a 1752 oven this thing made no sense whatsoever in supposedly a state-of-the-art palace why oven (laughs) she did that as a joke oh okay but it was a bad joke because i didn't get it until i rewound it okay i had to wait until afterwards and she gave him this sort of like i'm so hilarious like shrug afterwards i missed that i I was taking the note why oven and so i missed her punchline (laughs) so it was subtle aaron one of the only things about this movie that was yeah all right i was gonna say she's known for subtle comedy the (laughs) vanessa hudgens triplets So they go over to the thing and they try to pull a dry ingredient down and then a flower comes down instead and it's a big splash bang onto his whole chesticles. Is he still wearing a leather jacket or has he has he gotten rid of the leather jacket? I believe he has removed the leather jacket and he is now only faded burgundy fisherman sweater turtleneck. You said it was a Nick Vial sweater and now it's roughly seven (laughs) times hotter. It than is. it was when I first encountered it. Oh it no, Aaron! Uh, uh, <laughs> neck like it has. It's not. It's not. It's it's definitely two ply. I mean, fisherman I sweater you. neck. I know turtle, exactly the image type. you're going for. It's just All that right. you inserted Nick Vial into it, and so Love now it's hot. Vial. I mean, mm-hmm. did you know that one time he said that I had a really funny tweet? Do you remember, <gasps> remember that day? I do remember that. We relive anyway. it often together. Like right I now. relive it every day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So they do a splash splash flower fight. I hate now a flower fight, you guys. Boys, a it's flower fight worst. is the dumbest thing. It sucks. It hurts your lungs, first of all. Second of all, when you when you get it in your mouth, it doesn't even taste good. No. Throw something that tastes good. And you it assholes. gets everywhere. It's worse than glitter flower. Agreed. Completely agreed. And then the guy who has to clean it up walks in. Oh, no, wait. It's Antonio it's that walks in. It's not even the guy who has to clean it up. Justice for the guy who has to clean, has to clean yeah, it up. Yeah, because then they leave and he doesn't even know what happened. He's going to have to walk in and yeah. be like, mouse? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going to have to walk in and be like, burglar? <laughs> These Montanaro mouses are so aggressive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Rouses. Rouses. Okay, this, okay, what's my actual note? Because this guy is like the chief of staff but he is a serial killer with like a pointy nose yes and he walks in and he then takes her to a second location which she does not fight at all i was very concerned about it <laughs> he's her best friend or whatever oh from my childhood or whatever yeah they went to they went to school together they did school <laughs> so <laughs> she he says he's gonna attend a cabinet meeting for her, with her and she's like did you do that with my not dad whoever was the king before and he's like well i thought that you would still want me there to like learn the ropes and she's like oh i appreciate that but i have to do it on my own at some point and he says he wants to be there for her for whatever she needs eyebrow waggle douchey eyebrow waggle and then he kisses her hand i mean 
She's a princess or whatever. I hear that. I feel like that's the only time a hand kiss is okay, is if you're a princess, right? But in the middle of like a tea, talking about royal business? I don't know, Bill Schmervian customs. I don't know. I feel like that's not one of them. And Stacy doesn't either it. because Stacy drops a whole thing of, she drops a wooden crate that is red and on yeah. the side stenciled in army letters is Christmas decoration. <laughs> I said the same thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> Christmas decorations. <laughs> it's like the Ark of the Covenant. Like, why why is it labeled like this so aggressively? I but know. let's have a moment for Please. the winter blue velvet blazer that is the star oh, of this movie. I My agree. God, this is the high-waisted yes. plaid tie pants of yep. this, this movie. Yeah. I loved that blazer. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Agreed. I want one now. That is a blazer for every woman. It's true. It's true. It would look <sighs> good on everyone. Ah. All right. So then later she Stacy comes in and she's like, "What's the deal with Waggleye McSerial Killer?" You know? Oh, well, he was my friend back in school. Oh, he's a dear. He did serve the king for three <laughs> years, and so he's served me. He's also handsome. God, they both acknowledge his handsomeness. She I don't says like that it. He's what did she say? Lovely and handsome, or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and he's not. Like, he's not. And Stacey's like, but, you know, Kev, am I right? And Margaret's like, oh, it didn't happen, didn't work out, and you know it. <laughs> so, <laughs> he doesn't even think about me like that anymore. He, I don't even have a clitoris in his mind, so <laughs> we're fine again. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Are our Mel Schmervian accents uh-huh. better or worse than Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens's? I feel like they're better because I'm not going to have to dub a fucking thing in this podcast. <laughs> right? You're right. We nailed it from the start. Nailed it. First take. Okay. <laughs> all right. So why do I have coronation in all capital letters and an exclamation point? It's not time for the coronation. It's not. But it is time for a ball that is confusing. It is neither okay, the concert nor the coronation. It is the Christmas party. Christmas yeah, ball that they were situation. decorating for. That's what she it was. shows up. So Princess Margaret walks in in a bomb ass dress, like Boy, just like she? bam, like <gasps> just a, like it was awesome. It like was, it had like flowers <sighs> everywhere, and it yeah. was like kind of like a it was pale like off the shoulder, pink, and it had like a bunch of gauzy stuff at yeah, the yeah, boobs. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Boy, like, it was a great. Boobs. Listen, Netflix isn't great at dressing up people in believable dresses for fancy occasions and they they did it this they time. nailed this and s- fucking stacy had a great dress too that off agreed. the shoulder blue number agreed yeah so completely so antonio well, is up there wait wait i'm so sorry yes. first mm-hmm. stacy and uh, prince brown hair make out on the dance floor like at work right like a ball for a royal is work oh, right? i didn't mind it i hated it and then the child interrupts them it wasn't like a sex makeout. It was like a chaste makeout. It was cute. I don't know. She said that he was born to wear tuxedos. That's true. That was real nice. I that liked was real it. Nice. Yeah. I liked it. And then they push Kev to ask her to dance. And but Antonio's already up there. I just want to acknowledge the ballerness of this move. Agreed. Antonio is up there. Her hand is in his hand. He yeah, has yeah, just yeah. smooched her hand again and yeah. greeted her. He's pulling her toward the dance floor. Uh huh. And then. Kev goes up and is like 
do you want to dance? And he her comes in with like a completely like just like answers a question or like just yeah. totally gets the conversation right into that away conversation. From Tony. And uh, yeah. And then he's like, so we should show them all how we dance. Right. You know, we got to show them all up. And boy, wow. do they show them how they oh, dance? I am. <laughs> could talk about this for seven hours i'm Aaron. so glad you're here with me I, I couldn't i ran it back i was so confused by their dancing agreed so they start well enough sure in a normal dancing stance sure just like a regular like like noodle ballroom stance imagine you know? ballroom dancing that's how they started sure except with noodle arms yeah the frame was not framed or <laughs> right so then she takes one of her hands so one of her hands is already at his shoulder she uh-huh. takes her right yep. hand yep. which was in his hand yeah and then places it on his chest yes oops sorry i moved my microphone <laughs> now you might hear christmas music in the background oh, no. sorry puts her right hand on his chest then moves her left Left hand to be also on his chest. Also on his chest. Chest. I'm not saying shoulders. I am no, saying we're saying chest. just to the outside of the lapels. Okay, yes. on his nipples. Right. That's where so her hands are. He moves his hands to be uh-huh. on her waist, sort of. Yeah, but it's like this 90 degree arm hold, and then they do this like they do this like jaunty turn in a circle. For literally no reason. The teeny tiniest little steps. The teeny tiniest little steps. And they don't like go in a circle. They literally just turn on the spots they are standing yes. in. There, there is a spot between their toes. And yes. they are pivoting around that, that tiny, spot. That teeny tiny little the spot. teeny tiny little circle. It's <laughs> so they, weird. And, and the steps are simultaneously tiny. And yet they yes. have so much vertical movement. Yes. Like they're... <laughs> <laughs> they just bounce yep. in a way that is baffling. And when the wow. when the camera was tight on them, yeah, 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 I thought the scene was ending because they had agreed they were going to go do something as friends tomorrow. Because they they thought maybe we can still be spontaneous together. Let's go do a friend thing as friends. And so I thought the scene was ending, and that this would have been a small coda to the end and that the camera would stay close on them mm-hmm. and the only people that would really notice how ridiculous this was are people that are watching the movie for jokes you sure. know sure for sure trying sure. to manufacture jokes from the film Absolutely. like you and me but then but the then. camera switches <laughs> angles to be a far away shot super wide. from above kind of <laughs> And then they're still doing their weird little pivot dance. And nobody else is. While normal people dance like normal people around them. (laughs) It's amazing. My note is no one else is pulling a move like this. (laughs) And then, oh, also, he starts this maneuver right after he says we could be spontaneous. And so I thought it was like an illustration maybe of being spontaneous. that's, That's a smart... Like, should we, like, no. do a robot in the middle of the waltz times and be spontaneous? That would have been fun. It wasn't that. It was not that. It was not that. It was just a weird. Can I tell you a quick story about my earring? Please. Uh, Aaron, for the Do you see my earrings are um, small uh, Christmas bows? In a bright, beautiful green. You know the little thingy that goes into your ear? This post? The thingy? 
the post yeah. is falling off of oh. the green bow part. Awkward. And so I did take glue yeah, yeah, yeah. and glue it and then put go. it in my ear. And I can feel the glue now drying to my ear. Oh, no. You didn't let it dry before you put it to your skin. I didn't have time, Melanie. It was like <laughs> 10 minutes before we sat down to do this. And I wanted to wear my Christmas earrings for the... Christmas time one. Wow. And now I can feel the it's glue drying and it ear. is very painful. <laughs> no. <laughs> take it off. If I take it off now, it will be worse, right? Because it'll be like halfway dry and it'll be like. <sighs> no, it's going to be way better than if it's fully dry to your skin, Erin. Come on, man. Just you got to pull. You got to pull. You got to do it. You got to just pull it like a Band-Aid. You got it. Oh, yeah. she got it. <laughs> that is a red. Holy shit, your whole earlobe is inflamed. Oh, the things Aaron does for you, listener. Look at how it, it's not quite on there. Look at oh, how Oh, it's- shit. It's fully coming off. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, they're old. They're my mom's. Oh. For future reference, Aaron, I can mm-hmm. never see your right ear. So if you're in a situation where you only have one earring, just pop it in the left ear, you know? Yeah, that's good to know now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so all right, my last note is why turning in weird little circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, then the jazzy music comes in. I memorized it. That's what it sounds like. More, no, I memorized it. I practiced it. No, really? No, we're gonna play this. In my mind, it's more like twang, 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 twang. No, it's like that. No, I promise you, I memorized it. Okay, Fiona, the hero of the story, the heroine. The hero of the story, Erin. I lo- can you imagine how miserably boring this movie would have been without Fiona, the third Vanessa Hudgens? You're correct. Yeah, six with fast, her, six with furious, her platinum blonde wig. Ooh, that thing was a thing of beauty. Boy, it was. But some of her lines are like legit, non-ironically hilarious. That's true. She always has a great hat and a great always. outfit. Like, she comes in, she shouts, Yo, let's get this party started, shall we? And then she, like, grabs somebody and is like, Announce me. Announce me. Do the announcement. Do the announcement thing. I thought it was really <laughs> funny. She calls the servers her minions. Uh-huh. She asks Prince Edward and Stacey. He, she asks the foursome if they've ever switched in the bedroom as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> she shamelessly hits on the cookie man kev oh yeah says hello tuxedo man which is hilarious because everyone's wearing tuxedos <laughs> everyone's wearing a tuxedo i love her i loved her i mm-hmm. i loved this character i thought yeah. she was incredible and she walks with like the most swingum hips i've ever seen vanessa hudgens accomplish wow Good job, Vanessa She's having Hudgens. more fun playing Fiona the Poor Princess Hell yeah. bitch than any role she's ever played in her oh, life. Oh, yeah. These are always the roles that I went for in high school. Like, when we were doing school plays, I was always, mm-hmm. like, the the queen in Snow White. I was like, fuck Snow White. No. I'm going to be the queen, and I am going to yeah. take over the whole show. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Also, isn't she wearing leather pants to this this fancy? She was wearing a leather (laughs) pants and then like a shiny silvery wrap top. And I think they gave Princess Fiona like kind of a gut. 
Because she oh. had like kind of like a little a little pooch in this number, and I think it was on purpose because later, yeah, yeah, yeah. later. they said something mm-hmm. about how she had more junk in the trunk than the other princesses. Right. Which kind of sucked because it's like, oh yeah, the villain has a like you're making fun of yeah. that as like a bad Yeah. But it was not it was a cool outfit. It did not look good on her though. Like I feel like the they put like weird lumps on her mm-hmm. to make it look less good. Yeah, agreed. But yes, leather pants. So good. All right. <laughs> yeah. My my note is she asked if they do the switcheroo again so Marg can fuck Stacy's husband. It's kind of the best. Oh, damn. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. it. Okay, so the backstory is she's totally broke because she's already spent her whole fortune. And she only has two people on staff. And they're great, too. They're like, so great. They're hilarious. They know exactly what movie they're in. Oh, yes. And the boy one of the staff does the Reggie. most obvious and clumsy pickpocket maneuver I have uh-huh. ever seen in my life in any medium. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Aladdin he is not, is what I'm saying. <laughs> then we go to Pembroke Castle. And that's where the the baddies live. In a huge... Listen. Okay. The plot of this shebang is that Fiona is broke. Princess cousin Fiona is broke. And she and her two minions need money to do a summer in... Where, like, a Ibiza or something. Because they want to go sip cocktails on the beach for the summer. Yes. So they, are, they were trying to pickpocket everyone at the party uh-huh. to raise money <laughs> for their summer in tropical place. Uh-huh. When we clip to them at the largest palace estate, uh-huh. which like sell house, <laughs> sell house, move smaller house, have summers in Ibiza. Is ancestral home. Can't. There's priceless portraits all over the walls. There There's are. like beautiful silverware and like accoutrements everywhere. <laughs> like I don't understand why pickpocketing at Palace. Also, instead of going to Palace party, steal away to other parts of Palace. Uh huh. And steal things like crowns and stuff. In the rest of Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Don't steal from pockets of prince. They don't <laughs> keep their shit in their pockets. No. They have They're people. princes. They, they have people, people who are go their to pockets. other places in the palace and steal that yeah. shit. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange. And so what Reggie has managed to uh-huh. steal uh-huh. is a dentures. Oh, a dentures. Um, a dentures happened. And I guess you could well, ransom dentures, you know? He takes them <laughs> because he's going to do something with them. <laughs> and I really gonna, liked that. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? I don't know. Sex stuff for sure. Denture I play. think he's going to bite himself with those dentures. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about it. And I like it. Okay. So then the girl who has who has purple tips on her on her hair, which is so hot. She's like, oh, if you were the queen instead, we would be set for life. And then they cut away. And now Margaret is meeting Kevin for their spontaneous drive, which they planned yesterday. Yes. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he starts doing a big builder up about like what a great royal she is and what a bang up job she's doing, terrorizing her staff and forcing them to decorate. She's pissed that no one has asked her what to do about the trade deficit. Oh, yeah. I, I herbs that in my brain. Well, it bothers me because you're a bad princess. You don't know. You shouldn't. No one should be asking you what to do about the trade deficit. Yeah. You're you've been princess. studying for six months. And a lot yeah. of that was posture, I think, Margaret. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, like, if you want to be involved with what to do about the trade deficit, like, maybe 
all of your jewels are not the best for the Blushmervian economy. So maybe just shut it down and no one will think <laughs> about you when they talk about trade deficits but, you know, <laughs> or, you know, national debt. Right. Okay. And so um, he is about to confess his feelings when Killer McSmirk interrupts. Yes. Antonio. And he says, urgent matter, urgent matter. Such an urgent in urgent the drawing room. Well, I have to go. And she's like, oh, sorry, Kevin, I have to go. There's this urgent matter. Yeah, that's much more spontaneous than this shit that we planned yesterday. It is much more spontaneous. <laughs> and so he takes her away and he's like, there isn't an urgent matter. It's <laughs> an urgent matter of the whole heart. <laughs> There's champagnes. A little, like, a necklace box, and he's like, we were just friends, but we've become more We could be so friends. much you, more. You've become not only the queen of Belgravia, but also the queen of my heart. Of my boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my note is actually, he's like, well, it's it's not state business, but it is pants business. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> and so um he says that uh oh then he he whips out this big icy bracelet and she does a big confused she doesn't know what to think can i think about it yeah and then she talks to stacy and she's like you know eyebrows could maybe be good with me maybe mm-hmm. and stacy's like no and i'm horrified yes and then okay so then douchebag mccondescension goes up to kev who's shooting a billiards. No. No. That's not true. No, 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 no. (laughs) Shut up. Shut your stupid (laughs) face, you genius. See, I told you. You've never said anything like that to me. I never. (laughs) I just called you a genius. That's true. Kev has been summoned. Summoned, To the billiards room. By Antonio. And Antonio is not shooting pool. Nope. He is casually leaning against the pool table whilst reading a hardcover book. And it's like held up in front of him as if he is Hamlet with a skull. Yes. It's amazing. His posture is perfectly straight. And then the book is held up in front of his face. Like he's not leaning over reading the book like a human man. No, no, But rather taking the book and like all the way up to his eyeballs. He's He's getting an arm workout. Super strange. And it makes me think that he's self-aware about this film. Oh, hell yeah. He knows how ridiculous it is. All right. So then he tells Kev that he's not good enough to be a consort to a queen. And uh, um, I mean, is that what queen husbands do? Or do they just like, you know. Yeah. Do they just keep the queen de-stressed in many ways yeah. of the mm-hmm. bedrooms? You know? Yeah. I feel like there are cabinet members to help the queen. Honestly, what does the queen even need to know about? Listen, she just, she just goes and does the orphans and stuff. Yeah. yeah. She's a figurehead, man. Yeah. She's got a There's staff. a prime minister later on. She's a very competent and woman. Leave, her, leave this shit the alone. The thing she needs to do, schedule and figurehead-wise, she's got people for that. Yeah. She doesn't need Antonio. And yeah, she doesn't need a, a super knowledgeable consort. She just needs someone who can dick her real good because she <laughs> is a queen who likes a dick. All right. So, <laughs> so the daughter overhears all of this and she uh-huh. goes to Stacy and she's like, McDouchebag is doing a bad and we got to do a switch again. And Stacy's like, I've never been more excited about this in my whole life. Ooh. I have to do it. It's the only thing I was made for. No, no I got to switch no. with Margaret again. I'm sorry. This. <laughs> You can't. All right. Time out. 
So Olivia hears Antonio tell Kevin, you're just a baker from Chicago. You can't be with the queen. So Olivia thinks Princess Margaret needs to have some conversations with my dad. We need to get them together. Yes. Why need switch? Thank you. Because she is the queen. Because she brings up the idea of switching Mm -hmm. so that Princess Margaret will have more time because she's so busy because her schedule is so packed. Mm-hmm. And then that will give her the time to be able to talk to Kev. Okay, yes. great. But then Stacy, Princess Stacy's like, that's not a good idea because you're doing all this stuff to like plan for the country to move forward with the trade deficit and the schmurfamor. And then somebody goes, no, no, tomorrow, the only thing on your calendar is the children's choir. And it's like, well, then it sounds like you have all fucking day. To talk to Kev. Yeah, you can do a, a big stroll about. Yeah. You can say, everybody, fuck off for three hours and do not come in this room. Mm-hmm. You can fuck off to another property. You've got 17 of them. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want until the children's choir. Why switch? There's nothing on your calendar until the children's concert. Mm-hmm. So then they do the switch. and They tell the staff of Princess Margaret. Mm-hmm. They tell Olivia... They tell, they not only tell, but they get permission from Kev to do the switch. And then they do not, Stacy refuses to tell her husband. Why? Because the less people that know, the better. Is that true? Uh, uh, don't they think that could get really awkward? Yeah. If he's like, let's have a quickie in the powder room or... Gosh, I'm going to do a butt pat right now because you're my wife who looks like my wife and is my wife. And then there are so many times between now and when Edward finds out that they have switched that they should have just been like, Edward, we're switched. Edward, I'm not Stacey. I'm I'm Margaret. Because he goes and has a heart to heart with Margaret about Stacey. At which, at any time, she could have been like, I'm Stacy. I'm sorry, I we switched. I know. I didn't. And she refuses to. And what's weird is that later in the movie, they put the perfect mechanism in place to have not told Edward uh-huh. when they say, when he finds out that they've switched, his immediate reaction is, they couldn't have. Stacy promised me that they would never do that again. Yes. That's what they should have said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we can't tell Edward, I promised him I'd never do it again. And it creates conflict and tension. Yeah. Wouldn't that? I also thought it was going to be like, I, I wish that there had been a scene in which he like saw, quote unquote, Stacy sneak off with Kevin, you sure. know, to be like, is my wife into Kevin now? Is that why she's been so distant? Makes sense. Much hotter and cooler and better than right. Me. Is she yeah. doing that baker that she's been best friends with since childhood? Yeah. And like, not even that happens. It's such a weird, you guys. So they decide to do the switch. They're not telling anybody. They have to do like Stacy has to skirt around Edward, being like, I just "I'm definitely." Feel so I have to go. Sorry for poor Edward. I know she's bringing Princess Margaret her clothes. That mm-hmm. blue ass blue blazer. Oh, she's bringing it. the clothes to Margaret for her to change into. And Edward sees her in the hall. Is like, "Where are you taking those clothes?" And she's like, "I'm going to bake Christmas cookies." And he's like, "Why do you need the clothes?" And she's like, "I'm <laughs> donating these to orphans." This country has such an orphan problem. They you guys do. wouldn't believe it. They are just crawling all over the streets. Yeah, you guys really like. Wow, think about that. You know. The word orphans is said probably 120 times during this movie. And you know what? Amber's country has an orphan problem, too. A lot of these countries have a lot of orphans. Wow. 
They really anyway, do. So he's like, oh, wait, you're just giving. And she's like, these are just some shitty old shit clothes that I'm giving to orphans, adult <laughs> orphans. And then he's like, aren't those clothes clothes that I bought you last Isn't Christmas? Isn't scarf I got for you special for you? Because I thought yeah. you would look so schmexy in it. And she's like, and she's Why? like, yes, I liked it so much that I got replicas made for adult orphans. <laughs> and now I will be giving them to them post haste. <laughs> it's wonderful okay yeah. so now fiona decides that she is going to take margaret's place and be crowned she's gonna steal margaret away until the coronation she's gonna do the coronation and then mm. because of that she's going to be mm. able to now have access to the royal exchequers or whatever and get a get a money to a cayman account guys it doesn't make a lot of sense hmm this plan doesn't I don't know why I it doesn't it's not a good plan. <laughs> it's I don't, a terrible plan. I don't understand how it works. I wish no, yeah. my the my the greatest wish of my heart was that to get to the end of this movie and to find out Fiona's evil plan to kidnap Princess Margaret right. poses her for two days in order to get the riches of Belshmervia. Yes. And then they find her out and then have everybody in the 11-person cast be super confused and say, wait, what was your plan? And yeah. for her to be like, to kidnap Margaret. And then, you know, and then be like, no, that's a deeply stupid plan. Right. Like, you don't have the passwords. Margaret would have found out. Like, what would you think You would, would happen have to when- talk to five accountants and you can talk to them before you're coronated? On Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of problems with this plan, Fiona. <laughs> like, did you think this through? And have it just be an open joke that this was a stupid plan that would have never worked, but she's still going to go to jail. That's what I wanted. But well, you know what? what? My note is in all caps, foolproof plan. So I don't know. Ooh. All right. Okay. Then just to cap it all off, we've got another <laughs> as she like saunters away with her hips. Yeah. Okay. So now there is a meeting to get intel from Prince Doofus. What does that mean? She saunters into the castle. Fiona apparently has unlimited access to castle. Yeah. Which houses all of the jewels and gems so and fortunes of, of the portraits and art and uh-huh. all of the things. Mm-hmm. So she could just take them. She could just take the things. Instead Boy, of stealing hat, dentures though, you know? out of the mouths of party guests. That she red just... fascinator she's wearing, I want it. I said, I want love it. that velvet hat, bitch. Yes. Like, I loved that velvet hat. I loved yes. all of her hats. I loved oh. all of her outfits. I think she's the hottest dummy that ever lived. Oh. I love her. I know. Be still my heart. Then she goes up to Prince Mediocre yeah. and says, how did Switch happen first time? Yeah. And he's like, oh, they bumped into each other. Somebody spilled something, you know, and then they got to talking. And she's like, yeah. Which is a yes. revelation to me. That is how Switches happen. <laughs> Which is super weird. Like, <laughs> one didn't kidnap Oh the my other god, one. I didn't even notice that! Holy yeah. shit, Aaron! It's like she's trying to figure out how to kidnap Margaret, and he's like, the first time they just kind of like met and spilled a soda on each other. And she's like, yes, yes, I shall oh, spill a soda on her. Indeed! And that will, it's like, <laughs> they, they agreed to switch it wasn't a kidnapping plan no it wasn't regardless that is what she does she also does a really hot meow and snarl at a footman and i, I loved I, it god i thought that was going somewhere and i wanted it to you know i, I wanted, wanted like him to be her conjugal visit visits with yeah. fiona 
Uh-huh. Of the three Hudgenses, easily my favorite one Obviously. is this hot dummy. Yeah, most definitely. HBs, I've got a fun and deep podcast for you to check out. Good Girls Talk About Sex takes a deep dive into the conversations you wish you were having with your girlfriends. The host, Leah Carey, talks to real live women about their sex life and sexual journey. How did you discover masturbation? What was your first kiss like? Did you enjoy your first experience of sex? Is there anything you wish was more fulfilling in your current sex life? Do you have hair down there or are you bare? And these aren't just people who have flat stomachs, a full face of makeup upon waking, and their sex lives completely figured out. No, these are real women who are trying to figure things out just like you. They're women of all ages, races, body sizes, physical abilities, and more. They're single, dating, married, divorced, widowed, have had one lover in their lifetime or hundreds. They're questioning their gender or sexuality and have lived blissfully free of assault or are dealing with the after effects of trauma. Whatever your story is, you're going to hear someone talk about it on this show. And if you don't, then become a guest and tell your own story. You'll come away from Good Girls Talk About Sex with a better understanding of consent, ways to talk to your partner or future partners about sex, and the certainty that your desires, no matter what they are, are normal. Subscribe to Good Girls Talk About Sex on your favorite podcast app. Here's to your better sex life. All right. So then there's a, ma- a makeup montage, a switch makeup montage. Did you see that minion painting the black hair dye under her hair? Yes. It was at the way bottom, all the way at the bottom when she's going to cut. Well, you want to apply. You don't want to apply at the roots first. You want to start in the middle to bottom. If you watch the Brad Mondo vi- videos on I the Facebook I have watched live, it take just fuck you. You don't want to start at the roots. If I you know watched that. enough Brad Mondo and Ink Masters, you I know, know that. However, yeah. there's a foot and a half she has to cut off anyway. I know. She's dying below the part that they have to cut off. She's dying like, like at her ass. She also, you don't have to dye your hair. Just wear a wig. Just get a wig. Just get a wig, man. Yeah. Whatever. So funny. All right. So after they switch, then daughter is trying to keep Prince Doofus away from Stacy because they're like, Stacy has a headache. And he's like, oh, I need to tend to my sick wife. And they're like, no, no, God, she no, hates no. you. She was supposed to take me Christmas shopping and she said you'd do it. Yeah. God. Jesus. Never, don't volunteer your spouse to take kids around. No, come on. Come on, don't do that. Also, <laughs> do that. just pop in and give her a little smooch on the cheek and then go. Also this. Also, <laughs> tell him. Just tell, tell him. him. They switched so that she can get more time with what's her face. Especially, oh my gosh. All right. So then... Prince Doofus then approaches Stace Marg, which means that Princess it is Stacy posing as Margaret. Yes. Stace Marg. Uh-huh. And Yay! she asks for advice about Stacy. Mm-hmm. He asks for advice about Stacy. And he's like, I feel like I've let her down. I feel like she's bored with me. I feel like she doesn't like married life. And oh, and and then Stace Marg reassures. She does a yeah. she does a small reassure. It, all she says all is, "Be all right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine." <laughs> she says. She does. Hello, hello. Oh, oh I'm a princess. <laughs> Get me some cheese on toast. Oi. 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 
fucking marmalade. <laughs> That's what they say there. Hey, British HP. How's it going, England? Oh, hi, Redcoats. We haven't talked What's to you in a while. Redcoats? We're trying. We love That's you. That's a lie. We're not trying. We're not we trying love at you. all. <laughs> We're trying, but not at being good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So then Stacy enters Montanaro Concert Hall as Margaret. And then Marg Stace goes to meet Kevin. In the Christmas yes. village, which has been completely shut down and is only inhabited by two furry yes. snowmen. Is it? Is it? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But like, is it closed? Are they the only ones there? And did yeah. they shut that down on purpose on Christmas Eve so that they no shut kids it down. can get their hot roasted chestnuts, as the sign said? Nope. No kids can get that because these fucks decided mm-hmm. not to meet in a secluded cabin somewhere. How dare you? Yeah. All right. So now they're shopping. Uh, the baby poor, is shopping. Poor Prince Doofus. Oh, Prince Doofus is such a sweet. He tries to call his wife to see if she's okay, and then Olivia's like, "Hey, maybe don't call your wife because you're kind of a shitty husband who's like always around." A helicopter husband, she says to the man who's totally insecure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like twelve, so there's no she's way she knows. Devoted to the plan. Yes, but boy, is it a mean to poor sweet Prince Doofus. Yeah, it works though, you know, because he is, after all, Prince Doofus. Okay. Here we are at the snowman times. Yes. Right. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. First, they're setting up the heist. And the heist vehicle is, in fact, is a VW a bus VW from bug. the 1970s. Yeah. <laughs> bus, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, again, uh, sell. Sell bus. Sell bus, man. It's like you guys, they're trying shit. to They're trying to fund a vacation. A vacation. <laughs> Just a summer one. Like, Yeah. <laughs> They could rent that palace as an Airbnb while at vacation to fund vacation. Oh, my God, Erin. We should be Fiona's best friend because we would fix all of her problems and delight in her absolute narcissism. (laughs) We wouldn't let anything she said go to waste. No. And we would be so drunk, you know, the whole time. Always. Together. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now they supposedly make... Two fake snowmen out of fur. Out of furs. <laughs> These snowmen were so large and so round and so fuzzy so and fuzzy. so warm and oh so God. full of styrofoam mm-hmm. and so clothed. Wow. So much clothes on them. Where they did were... they get so much clothes? <laughs> they probably took but them from the orphans. That's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been taking a note or something. Let me tell you my experience of Please. Oh, snowmen. my God. I Oh, I want to hear everything. I want to hear second by second. I must have been <laughs> taking a note of some kind. Yeah. I think I know what note it was. Is this place closed and it's just the two of them, <laughs> question mark, exclamation point, stealing Christmas from the children and thousands of orphans in Belshmervia is what my note. <laughs> and then I looked up and they had made these monster snowmen. <laughs> These furmen. But I didn't I didn't know that there were two. There's one wide shot with two. Mm-hmm. And then you see shots of the two of them talking back and forth with the snowmen in their kind of the frame. Snowmen. Yes. Yes. But I thought that this movie was trying to pass off two entirely different snowmen as one snowman. No. Because I in my wildest dreams, there were not two. So I'm like, what right, the fuck? 
because you build snowmen together. You build a snowman as a yeah. as a group project. <laughs> That's yes. how. And also, if you're a set person or you're a scripter, there's no reason to have two. There's no why two. It's not like they're holding hands. It's not like a metaphor of love or it's anything. It's not like it's a contest. Two. They're they're no. just making a his and hers, and, and they, they are his exactly and the same. <laughs> no, hers has she puts like a lady scarf on it or oh, something. I'll get right? there, but I'm saying like structurally, <laughs> oh. size and shape, they are identical. Carbon copies. Yes. The, this was a two for one snowman deal <laughs> at the studio something lot prop and warehouse. all they had was fur. we've got these three we've got six styrofoam balls and we've got this fur and feathers mix to to glue on anyway so i was sitting here being like continuity like jesus christ it's a different (laughs) scarf it's a different there's four beans in the mouth then there's six beans in the mouth there's different hats on these guys like jesus christ like was the continuity person just like literally asleep while this this scene was going on? Literally. Then they zoom out because they then they walk toward each other and they they get snurfly. Mm, yeah. And then I see in the background there's two snowmen. So then I was like, was that two snowmen the whole time? And then I realized, yes, of course, two snowmen. But they were talking. That whole conversation was from about ten feet apart the whole time when they were like, "I miss you." I miss you too. I can tell I you what it was. how spontaneous we were. I There's miss- no one else in the world I'd rather be with. That's not what you said six months ago. I wanted a simple life. I don't want to give up the royalty. I love yeah. my country. Well, Ten I don't want to hold you back. None apart. of that matters. You're the one I love. Maybe spontaneous thing is to give us another chance. I do love spontaneous. And then that's when they traverse the entire Traver- traverse is the perfect <laughs> word for that because they were so far and then each of them is like snurfled up against their snowman can you imagine having a conversation like that no blew my mind then did you notice the jig they danced in the empty no musical square also he is doing his patented <laughs> fake laugh while they like do one of those like Hoppy 90 degree turns again. I must have missed it because I rewound and then I forwarded. I must have missed it. Wow. Well, you know what? They're made for each other. Yeah, it's true. All right. So now my note is nobody in this movie can act naturally. And now the reception begins for the concert. And the minions. What is dress code for concert? Is it business attire? <laughs> is it casual? Is, is it, it cocktails? Or is it ball gowns? I, I can't tell because that's how it all is i saw that's one right. lady just walking around in jeans at the concert I thing know. but and there's also tuxedos and stuff i was like well maybe she's like the teacher of the kids and she's like doing stuff and you sure, know whatever sure. but then there were like some people in business attire and that was strange like there was all kinds of all <laughs> kinds of stuff going on at that concert yeah so the minions do take that note and they spill a drink on her and then they're like let's get you to that bathroom and knock you the fuck out so they get her to the bathroom. Uh, thank you. You want to talk about the chloroform? Can we yes. talk about the chloroform for eight hours, please? Yes. Can we please? 
they use a special, special kind of chloroform mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. doesn't quite knock you out, but just makes you kind of like it's woozy. What is happening? What is going on? Because as soon as they chloroform this bitch, uh-huh. Because they clip from the bathroom, the powder room, which has to the a alleyway. rug in it, and that always gets me. <laughs> Don't. Come on. <laughs> Somebody has to clean that bathroom and has to lift up that rug every night with their hands. Get the rugs out of there. I think bathroom. about that every time. Like when I was a dishwasher and I had to like lift that rubber mat oh, off the bottom. Yeah. Like the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so stinky and so full of yeah. beans every night. And I just think of that. Every time I see a rug in a bathroom, I'm like somebody's going to clean this bathroom tonight and have to yep. lift that rug up with their hands. <laughs> um, yep. Anyway. So she does fall down on that rug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the chloroform. And then they sort of, they, they, the plan was to have the Vanessa Hudgenses, Stace Marg and, and Fiona, who's trying to be Margaret, switch clothes so that they do the right, right. thing, right? And so then they walk Stace Fee, Stace Fifi, out uh-huh. to the bus. And she's all like, she's doing a big woozy, but she's still walking no, just wait. fine. But wait, but wait, but mm. wait. Sorry. They, they yada, yada, yada. From her falling down falling on the ground down to to the um, alleyway. It's a direct clip. Yeah. So somewhere in there, they stripped her naked. Naked. Okay. They they switched clothes, and then how did they get from bathroom at venue to alleyway? With no one noticing that, like a knocked out princess Marg was just like stumbling. On the arms of these two people. I know. They didn't even put her in a platinum blonde wig. Like, yeah. the whole thing was like, I thought that they were going to be like, oh, Fifi did it again. You know, Fiona, yeah. what a drunk. But, ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, she was in that absolutely magical disco ball romper that loved that only that Fifi dress. can wear. It looked fantastic on Fifi. Yeah. But she's also, while they're dragging her through the alley... Yelling things mm-hmm. like, like "You've got the wrong bitch." Where <laughs> are you taking me? I'm not Princess Margaret. I'm American. You can tell by my accent. Please stop dragging me. But also while actively walking with her legs yeah. and feet, walking right out to that van, <laughs> toward the van. I'll tell you that, and not even trying to struggle at all. Nope. And neither minion notices that this is clearly an American. She's just such a woozy, you know? They're like, that's the accent she gets when she's a, a wooz. Yeah, if you're American, that's- that is the <laughs> accent you would get if you were woozy. Oh, man. Whew. All right. So then, <laughs> Marg Stace comes back and Fifi Marg is oh, in the bedroom. This, this was incredible wait no wait wait oh, wait you're I'm too so far sorry. i think oh i'm so sorry wait, well we do she... we do go to pembroke castle yes. and drops her off oh, oh yeah do you need you're to talk right. about that no fiona comes into the the whole thing and it's and my she... favorite part oh, God, please she t- sees her classmate from oxford and this like <laughs> oxford classmate comes up and is like hello oh. do you recall we went to oxford <laughs> together uh-huh. and She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Oxford green. And she's like, Oxford blue. And she's like, I'm colorblind, okay? And she's, <laughs> she's like, looking around at me like, where's my driver? Where's driver! My driver! Driver! 
I oh, it's love so good. Princess Fiona Margaret. She's I love her. She's so much more fun than regular Margaret. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Okay. So then, all right. So Marg Stace comes back as Stacy to do the switch back with Stace Marg. Sure. And instead. Fifi Marg is waiting. Right. And so she's like, wow, it went so well. And and she does not, Fiona does not break character the whole time. She's just like, oh no, I'm Marg. So do you, so, do you think, because I thought during this conversation, it clearly occurred to Fiona like, oh shit, they were switched. We got the wrong oh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And she just commits. She's just going to brazen it out. Yeah. Because by the end, I was like, no, that's too funny for this movie. Maybe no. she doesn't know. That's what happens. Oh, God. I love it. God, what a what a treasure. What God. a queen. I love her. <laughs> to the point that she looks at Marg Stace and she says, wow, I can't believe that you're in here talking about cheating on your husband. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You went yeah. to the square with Kevin, you fucking cheater. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody. That's what I'm going to do as Queen Margaret, who I am. <laughs> and Mark Stace is like, oh God, what? Oh God. I'm, I'm Queen Margaret. But, and so she leaves. She leaves. Fiona Queen birds her right out of that room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Fiona is the queen bird. She's oh the my queen god. Bird. There's so many beaks on that woman. There's so much plumage. Oh god. You're right. She's a queen bird. God, she's so majestic. Oh. I love her so the much. The hollow bones is her skull. Yes. Because it's hollow of brains. Yes. <laughs> oh, she's incredible. Her so much. Okay. okay, so they go and tell Edward. Yeah, we no, they just tell Edward. Yeah, because there's no reason not to. There never was. <laughs> they true. goes. They're like we switched, and what had happened was, um, the lady upstairs playing Princess Margaret is not Princess Margaret, and I we don't think, think it she's might be Stacy either. We, oh, and she's no. definitely not Stacy. <laughs> um, and I'm Princess Margaret. Uh, and we do not know who's upstairs, and we do not know where Stacy is. Yeah. And I don't know why the level of panic was so low in right? Stacy's husband. Can you imagine? Well, I think it because he's Prince Doofus, you know? He's also a teeny bit hollow upstairs. Right. So then the, the staff comes down and is like, we just all got fired. Like, yeah. Princess Margaret fired us, fired us all. I know. And then Princess Margaret's like, no, I'm Princess Margaret. You have not been fired. I would never fire you. Yeah. So, Mrs. Leonardo, you give me my pizzas all the time. <laughs> I'm never fire Radical. you. Radical. Yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> What is Melody's next step as if Melody were Princess Margaret or Prince yeah, Doofus? I'm putting myself there. What is next step? The next step is calling the guards. Calling guards. And then what would guards do? Guards gotta go get not Margaret. Yeah. Guards arrest lady posing as Margaret. Yeah. Right? Because what they do is they like call the authorities kind of. They're like they alert them. When they leave to go, oh. like, to Fiona's castle? Because they, they say also that, like, find out that, that Fief Marg has, um, has pushed up the coronation to now. Tonight. Right. She's doing the coronation so, like, now because she's got to move the plan up and get the monies because the jig is up. Oh, right. Because she's also enlisted Antonio in her plan. We No, Antonio part. enlisted her. Antonio, that smirk McAwful. Yeah. 
he comes over and he's like, what's the size of my penis? You saw it sophomore year. And she's like, it's it's four inches. And he's like, it's it's smaller than that. And you know it. He sees that she has a pinky tattoo. That's what it is. I forgot. And also that she doesn't behave at all like Princess Margaret. (laughs) And so he's like, enlist me in your plan and I won't tell anybody. So, But also, wait, wait, wait. The end of his plan is Mm. that after she gets the oh, money yeah. to the Caymans, she's going to write him a check. Right. Write me a check. Because he said, first, move the money. Once you're coronated to be Queen Margaret. Yes. You're going to transfer money you, to a you charity will, that you, you are You will CEO immediately of. call the Schmurfs and <laughs> transfer money to a charity for which you are the CFO. When which he seems says you, unincorporated right now. He means Margaret, right? Does he? Well, I don't think Fiona is the CFO of any charities. Otherwise, she okay. just cash that out and go on vacay. Yeah, I thought maybe it was like it was like a we need to get a charity together right quick too on Christmas Day. I mean, I don't know, man. This whole thing didn't make any sense to it me, didn't including make any but not sense. limited to creating the paper trail of a check. Right. Uh, everything was wrong. Come and I on. couldn't figure out who was supposed to be the CFO of this charity or what charity it was. But he said it so confidently. I he was really like, did. oh, I, maybe it does make sense. I hate it when people do that to me. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So they take a really long downstairs. They take a really long time to figure this out. And then they're like, it's Fiona. Fiona's up there. Fiona's got to be. instead of being like, 911, Fiona upstairs. Right. Go get her. They're just like... Tell the authorities we're going to Fiona's house. We have to, to go get Stacy. And yeah. so so Mrs. Leonardo gets with Prince Doofus. And then all of a sudden, the queen, the actual queen, the one who should be coronated, says, I'm going to go on this jaunty Ninja Turtles ride with you for no, no reason. reason. No reason at all. She should be over there being like, this bitch has a pinky tattoo and I, the real Margaret, yes. do not. And instead, she's driving an hour there and an hour back. They right. said that out loud to go get Stacy, even though she's got not a single kung fu move. No, you know. And, so okay, they have to think as well as Fiona has kidnapped Stacy, thinking right. that it was Princess Margaret. They should take another step to be like, why she do this? Must yeah. have plan. Must put stop to whatever plan is. Obviously, doesn't. That's Fiona their is mind at free all. as a fucking bird. The queen <laughs> bird she is. She for the is. Next two days. Yeah. It it's blows amazing. my mind. All right. So then Kevin gets called up to her room and Fifi Marg breaks up with him. And he's like, but 35 minutes ago, we smooched and t- decided to mm-hmm. be together forever. And she's like, nope, I hate you. Go back to America. Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Also, she uh, she throws her tiara up into the tree because she's been coveting that royal tiara. And it was it was a good take tiara. Sell tiara. Sell tiara. Put tiara. Craigslist. (sighs) Take money. Go Fiji. I mean, to like devil's advocate, it's much harder to hawk something that is priceless and very noteworthy than Take it is hammer to tiara sell diamonds of tiara okay. you're all right all you you're need right. to go spend a month in fiji is like i don't know 10 grand or so if they yeah. want to party it up 
Well, the new plan is to disappear forever, to go to a non-extradition country. Well, yeah, now that they've kidnapped the figurehead of a country. And now that they've committed treason. Yes, that is the new plan. All right. So then Olivia decides to escape the cellar and she sees a bunch of barrels in the cellar. Now, then we clip back and Kevin and daughter are about to go home. And then the driver, the only thing apparently that I remember from the first movie is this driver who is, I think, the Montanaro embodiment of Christmas. He does a magic at the beginning of the other one, too. Oh, okay. Because I was just like, what is driver? I know. What is driver about? I know. Random. Apparently, all I remember are affable old men. Okay, so he takes like a roundabout way to get to the airport to stall him. So Yes. Yeah. Okay, so now we're in the car and the whole gang is there. Radical. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, this is Stacy's escape. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So Reggie delivers dinner, and he's like, hey, girl, I'm here to bring you dinner. Okay, okay, but first, we had a little clip to Stacy back a few scenes ago. She saw the barrels. She saw the barrels leading to a window. Window. A window that she could just break. And I was like, oh, great, she's going to climb up those barrels and go out the window. Nope. No, she and it goes not. to the outside. Instead, what she <laughs> does is create a not very elaborate. What's that? What's that? What's the, the name of the device where you like have a hole and it kicks a mouse and then the mouse eats a cheese? Booby and then trap? The cheese goes in the. No, it's like a Hertzman's device. It's no. like a. There's like a name for it. Anyway, yeah, somebody I know out. What you're talking about. Listener, I know you're screaming at me right now. I know. But she I, does I, one I, of those. Ah, God. And. The barrels go careening into Reggie. He does a big leap onto a barrel and run backwards and like almost saves it. And then he goes crashing into a wall. And then she does a big launch herself out of the cellar and start running through the house. Stops to put on rubber boots. Stops to put on rubber boots. Then runs out of the house. Thank you so much. She also pushes uh, Purple Hair's The Hot into a, a a chest of some sort. Pushes her on a table, then the table rolls back and then delivers her upside down into a chest that then Boy. closes and locks and on locks its own. by itself. And then she does make it outside and they're pounding on the front door. Stacy! This is Prince Doofus! Are you in there? Come out, come out! I don't hear anything! And then she comes out a side door and comes around. And then Prince Doofus does do a big whack him in the face. And knocks yeah. Reggie right out. Man. Mm-hmm. So now they have to drive from back. out in the Montanaro countryside, all of them, mm-hmm. back because because somebody texted them and said the coronation yeah. is happening right now. I don't know who yeah. texted them. Certainly not an authority figure who could stop it in any way. This is definitely not something they could have put a stop to before they left. No. For sure. It wasn't like she not. was upstairs. Yeah. It wasn't but like whatever. they could have called the prime minister who has to be there and been like, hey, Prime Minister, my coronation's don't tomorrow. Don't anyone go. Until because I get Because if you back. don't go, it won't be legal. Yeah. Like, nah, none of that. So they go to the cathedral and she... Our hot dummy Fiona mm. didn't even memorize the name of the, the Queen of her Margaret. Cousin. Of her cousin for her to repeat. So the... Uh-huh. It, and he just said it. The priest was like, yeah. say this. Margaret, I, Margaret, Elizabeth, Claire... Clarence, Catherine, Elizabeth of the uh, Montanaro uh, countryside, yeah. not Pembroke. and she's like um Margaret, Leonardo, Claire, um, uh, 
not. And it's like, he just said it. Yeah. You should have memorized it anyway. He just oh, said it. She's such a hot dummy. I know. So then they, they show up, they put a stop to it, and then Princess Fiona's like, I just wanted to be you my whole life. And like, oh. you're the only family I've known. And I love that they really don't buy that. Then they go to the airport. Yeah, they have to go to the airport and find they, Kev. Mm-hmm, they stop Kev in time because this, the embodiment of Christmas did make him just about late. There is a random Christmas wedding arch at the airport in there the is. middle of where you walk to go to your planes yeah. at the airport. Oh, yeah. It's got a mistletoes and a hollies all over it. Uh-huh. Boy, is it gorgeous. They There's also a really convenient priest getting a coffee on the way to London. Yep. So they stop him because she says, she says, oh, will you marry me? I want to, I, you should be the consort of the dick in the sheets, you know? Yep. And he's like, wow, I was going to ask you to marry me last summer, Aziz. And uh-huh. so they, they're like, what could be more spontaneous than getting that priest over there to do a completely illegal wedding? <laughs> um, <laughs> a wedding that means fucking I love that she's like, I'm the queen of Montesmerv. Yes. And I don't care if it's a British wedding. Nope. Really? Nope. Doesn't Justice care. Justice for Fiona would have been a better queen. <laughs> so he does do that ceremony. And boy, does Kev have the ring he bought her last summer in his breast pocket. Like uh-huh. a total hot baker that he is. He pulls that out. Vanessa Hudgens does a really good wedding cry. Uh-huh. Did you notice did that you wedding notice? cry? Yes, I did. But I Thank also you. noticed that when they said yes in their vows, yeah. that her and Prince Edward did a great, like, look at each other astounded Thank and happy. You. Like, they couldn't believe that Thank they you. had said yes. Boy, did they act that sequence. <laughs> they were really giving it their they all. They acted hard. Yeah. Did you notice that Kev and Marg, when they were doing their vows, you could see their breath? No. I did so not. So what transpired that. on the set of Christmas Switch, Switched Again, Princess wow. Switch, Tokyo Drift? Yes. That this scene, not the snow outside scenes, but this scene in the airport, they were so cold that their breath was visible. Wow. I have no idea. That's incredible. Yeah. What happened? Like, that had to be a happenstance. It had to be. Yeah. A horrible situation. Like a generator yeah, picked it or exactly. something. You know? Yeah. Okay, so then they do get married, and now it's coronation time. And uh-huh. holy fuck balls, this coronation dress. Am I right? Right? They really nailed it with the fashion. Holy shit. Okay, so then she does get coronated. It is insane, however, because... What happens is there's a whole first row on the left, and that's like her new illegal husband. Uh-huh. The daughter is sitting on the other side with Stacy yeah. and Prince Doofus. The prime minister is sitting next to her illegal husband. That's right. There's a couple of like other royal dignitaries in yeah. that first box. And so the they all file out into the main aisleway. And then the prime minister comes up and she does a big congratulations. I'm kissing the ring of the royal. I know I'm doing all the work, but thank you so much for being such a wonderful figurehead. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like everybody else is supposed to go do the kiss a ring. I pledge my fealty to you forever, you know. And instead, what happens is that her illegal husband comes up next. Yes. He kisses her on the hand and he's like, long live the queen or whatever. He uh-huh. goes to leave and then she grabs him, pulls him in, does a big makeout. And then he just stands next to her and everybody applauds as if they just got married and not 
her getting coronated yeah. and then no. nobody else up, they're just standing yeah. like idiots in the aisle way and nobody else approaches to kiss the ring and pledge yes. fealty what yes. was going on Aaron? what you need to understand is that in the traditions of moldovia Smobia. <laughs> it's a real country <laughs> in moldova where this in is oh boy um the in their traditions how you uh make someone your king after you've become the queen is oh. to just smooch him on the face just in front of everybody in front yeah. of everyone like do yeah. a tiny dry hump yeah that's how the they just kingdom. a little little ghost hump yeah yeah. And then th- that's why they had to get married at the airport so that then she could do this. You know what? I stand corrected. You're right. How great was it that they let Fiona go to the coronation just with some heightened security? Yeah, well, She just about... tried to kidnap this queen. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a, a bomb hat, too. Oh, God. She Another hat. Fantastic. God. God. Wait, was she blonde again? No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. Was she wondering. was notably brown haired. It just still. occurred to me. Wow, what a joy. What a what a what a ride. What a joy. What a joy. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all you Christmas celebrating HBs. Wow. It's been a fun. All right, Aaron. Do you have a lady love? I do. Okay. If you go to do you guys do you know the Dateline podcast? Dateline has a podcast that's just yeah. the audio of Dateline. And the only time I, it gets awkward is when they're like, look at the security footage right here. They don't Honestly, do any editing around that, and I don't no, mind it. I never it's mind It's just it. the audio, and I kind of love that it's just the audio. Same. Um, so another thing that is th- the worst is when they play like a 911 call or an interrogation where they would usually subtitle because they, oh, it's garbled. Yeah, there's no subtitles. Yeah, and there's no subtitles. But that's why you listen to the podcast and you watch the show and you listen to a date with Dateline every week. <laughs> Um, like Aaron does. <laughs> but if you go to the Dateline podcast this week and they do this every <gasps> year. They do it every will, year. You will find oh. that there is a How the Grinch Stole Christmas reading by my hero and yours, Keith Morrison. Oh. And if the voice of Keith Morrison soothes you like it does me, yep. go give that a listen this Christmas season yep. because he does good Grinch. Yeah. Last year they did like three different ones. There was like the night before Christmas and a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, I think there are a few. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so fun. He's got such a magical voice. He really needs to narrate everything. Oh, this just in. 11 minutes ago, they published Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer read there by you go. Keith Morrison. So there's going to be go. several. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Okay, my lady love is this new little gadget that I came across. Uh-oh. Okay, so it came as like a free gift with something else. And it's kind of awesome. Stop looking at me like it's a vibrator. Is it going to be for your vagina? It, it <laughs> does vibrate. But okay. I only use it on my face. So okay. So it came with something else as like a free bonus, whatever. And it's called the PMD Clean, I think. But like the, the thing you need to know about it is that it's a silicone wand situation. On one side, it has like a scrubby. And on the other side, it has like a smooth. And it vibrates at different settings. And so... I've been using it pretty much daily. I usually use it the scrubby side to like do my face wash into my face. And it does this really nice relaxing vibrate. And sometimes I just like hold it on my temple 
and just stand there for a few seconds. And that like, sounds very nice. God, it's so nice. And then after that, I use it to put like my serums and my lotion on my face. Mm. So not like a retinol serum because it does need to be like a slippery serum. Mm-hmm. But or sometimes I just put serums on my face with my hands and then I use um, and then I'll put like lotion all over and then use the PMD clean after that on the smooth side because supposedly I don't know if this is junk science or not, but supposedly it like vibrates so that your pores take in the shit better. Mm. It wiggles them right in there. The molecules just get all jumbled around and it has helped a ton. I'm not wearing any foundation right now, for example. I have not worn any foundation or concealer since using it because I feel like my face gets cleaner and Ooh. then all the all the moisture shit gets in better. And it's just a big relax, too. I think the PMD Clean is pretty expensive if, if you buy it on its own. I would never have bought it on its own. But I was looking on other websites and there are similar products for like more budget-minded folks like me. But yeah, this little vibrating wand that you just put on your face, and I feel like a spa goddess every time I use it, (laughs) you know? So it's a big lady love. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, everybody. We have some fun stuff happening on social media. We do our giveaways there. We do a bunch of shit. So go follow us on Instagram is at Heaving Bosoms. Twitter is at Heaving underscore Bosoms. Facebook is you search us. It's like at Heaving Bosoms podcast. Probably we have the group, which is the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. And if you want links to all those things, but you don't want to like type them into the browser, go to our website. That is www.heavingbosoms.com. There's all there's like you can easily contact us if you want to advertise with us because we do. We, I'm sorry, Erin, we give good ad. We give great ad. We give great ad and it's a pretty cheap. Yeah. So. Oh, but that's also where you get to go to the merch if you want to buy some merch. And even though you might not get that merch by Christmas, there seem to be a lot of like sales going on with the Mm -hmm. merch on T-Fury right now. Um, And also on T-Public. Yep. That's a different uh, site. Chickaloo Kate is amazing. She is an HB who reached out to us because she always has like really fun designs and ideas. And she asked us if we wanted to collaborate and like sort of asked for our permission mm-hmm. to use our catchphrases and stuff. And so we link to her website on ours. She's amazing. She gets things out to you. Lickety split. She's the best. And that's also our website is also where you can get a link to our Patreon where you can get uh-huh. all of our extra content and now videos. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff. A bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. and the reading embrace, the 2021 reading embrace is going to be up at some point. Soon, like within yeah. the next week. Yeah. Yeah. So this is exciting. And then next Yay! week, we're not having a regular episode. Next week, we're having our reading embrace celebration. Extravaganza. We're going to read all the names of the people who did the embrace. So if you're still wanting your you know, submission in for the embrace, you got to get it in by Christmas and um, send it to us either at our email or there's a spreadsheet that goes around in the in the Heating Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult that you can yeah. put all your stuff in. Guys, yeah. if you only read one book this year, if you can think of a way that it fits into all the categories, the most ridiculous explanations possible, totally. you can still do the embrace. Yep. And we will read your name out loud like the we badass you are. You guys, or you could lie. Think about it. Just We don't have the technology we're never to find out know. whether you did it. 
Or Nor not. do we have the ambition to really we catch don't, you in a lie. We don't care. We don't, we don't care. care. <laughs> we just want to embrace you. <laughs> we just want to embrace you because we Let love you so much. You. Yeah. All right. So keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love a queen bird whose hollow bone is her skull. (laughs) (laughs) Just the wind just going right through that skull bone. I love her so much. I I thought she was such a hero. I know. Same here. All right. You you won me over. She is the villain, but boy, does she really make the movie. She's also the queen. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Love yourself that much. All right. Love All you, right. Aaron. Thank Love you so you much for my beard iron side cameo. <laughs> oh, my God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Aaron from Heaving Bosoms. And Cole from Cigarette Burns. And this is a podcast called Movie Briefs. Sure, we moonlight as podcast hosts. But we're really just a couple of lawyers who love movies and get asked all the time, is that how it actually works? We finally said we should make this a podcast. So we started Movie Briefs to answer all your questions by breaking down our favorite legal movies. You're going to learn what movies are dead on balls accurate. Which ones are so bad we hope they burn in hell. And that you do have the right to be an attorney if you want to. But that it might be way different in real life. So join us each episode for a little law and a lot of love for these Hollywood courtroom classics. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Briefs Pod, and to follow and subscribe to Movie Briefs on your favorite podcast app so you can download the latest episodes. We'll see you in court. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas. Okay, back to the show.